Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning and welcome to the live June 18th, 2023 Liberation Station radio show. Chris Steiner with you. The site is theliberationstation.com. And we are streaming live on, let's see, six different video platforms today. So I'll just give you the first first one and then I'll tell you how to find the others in the chat room. On, uh, as usual on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting. So it is now shared right at the start of the show. I don't have to worry about that. And it's also shared at uh, facebook.com slash We Are Change Tampa from where it has usually originated in, in the past. Before this software, I was required to share it over to Republic Broadcasting. So now I'm on uh, using Restream.io with great video production software. I can play my clips and play audio video and uh, make it a much nicer production as well as simulcast over to several other video hosting platforms like Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash liberation, S-T-A-T-N, because I had to shorten it, liberation, twitter.com slash liberation, S-T-A-T-N, instead of station. Rumble, I'm so happy to have Rumble working. That's uh, rumble.com slash liberation station. And um, I'm not sure if Twitch is working and uh, twitch.tv slash liberation station, vlive.tv slash liberation station may be working. Uh, I don't have the time at the moment to check every platform. Um, sometimes they don't work, but uh, they ought to be working. And uh, Vaughn, lastly, Vaughn.live slash Liberation Station. So uh, Vaughn, V-A-U-G-H-N, dot live slash Liberation Station. And so there we check on Rumble. I'm streaming live on Rumble. That's great. And I'll go over to the chat room now. We're at the Listen slash Archives page. I'll join you in the chat room on the Listen slash Archives page at theliberationstation.com. So I can say hello to you there and... Uh, I'll be uh, dropping at once, taking your comments. Your your comments are always welcome in the chat room and or in any of the chat rooms. Now I can monitor them um, from a single uh, location, and um, although I'm not sure exactly sometimes on what platform you're commenting. So um, if you want to be heard and uh, want the most folks to recognize you, just go to the chat room over at theliberationstation.com on the listen slash archives page. And when you make a chat, please, uh, if you want me to comment on it or uh, read it over the air, I'll be a lot more likely to do so just by your describing it, giving me uh, your summary of it, why it's important, the highlights, or uh, just uh, the title, and say this is relevant to your discussion. Um, And uh, I'll trust you, and I'll... I'll, uh, if I have the time, I'll click on it, but um, most of the time I'll just answer it and uh, let folks know that it was referenced in the chat room. And we do have a troll be gone software employed in the chat room. Um, these two moderators able to get those trolls out who I'm so flattered are posting links to the most unspeakable things that they think uh, our audience would click on. <laughs> yeah, like we want to get a virus, so uh, we want to get something. Uh, and your calls are welcome, as always, 512-248-8252, 512-248-8252, and troll-free. 
800-313-9443. That's 800-313-9443. And as I continue here, give me just a moment. Um, uh, fill in a little bit of space here. I'll do a little bit of a video tweaking here. Um, there we go. And you're always welcome to call in on things that you think are relevant, may not necessarily be exactly what we're talking about, or uh, might be something that's in the news you think is very critical, Very would be very helpful for folks to know. So uh, you're welcome to call in on uh, open lines. It's, it's considered open lines here all the time. And let's see here. i got my camera set up straight. Okay. I noticed I need to adjust my camera when I add in some graphics. So, um, we have a lot to talk about, uh, but, uh, you know, there's this uh, new documentary out that's just awesome. It's the third series in the Plandemics uh, series of documentaries. I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, right, as it was uh, being released. Though, um, I want to play the, uh, the clip for it. And um, it's called Plandemic 3, The Great Awakening. Oh, not the clip, the uh, trailer for it, just to uh, let folks know it's out there. And it's uh, it covers some of the points on it. I'll comment on when we uh, get back here um, after this little uh, two-and-a-half-minute clip. So I shall attempt to, uh, this time on a faster computer, to play the clip. Flawlessly, because I've tested this computer's a extremely fast computer to be able to play the clips and stream at the same time. So, um, if the, but there, if there is an issue, please, folks, let me know. So, this is the trailer for Pandemic Three: The Great Awakening. Either schmuck was what is usually referred to as mass formation. Here we are now with an economy in crisis, but with an incredible opportunity. Unprecedented opportunity for a reset. Your Royal Highnesses, distinguished heads of state and government, the future is built by us. We need a great reset. When they say you'll be happy, what they mean is you'll be enslaved. Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Who masters those technologies will be the master of the world. Those who control the data control the future, not just of humanity, but the future of life itself. Every aspect of our life has been infiltrated by people that do not have our best interests at heart. There are forces using fear and isolation to induce mass psychosis. I don't want you to be hopeful. Environmental doom. Fires. I want you to panic. Storms. It will kill your children. I want you to feel the fear I feel every day. People are starting to wake up. They're starting to wake across the world. I'm seeing people come together from all walks of life, finally saying enough is enough. We didn't come here for no reason. We have a voice and we're here to share it. We have to be the solution. We cannot rely on the media, the president or whoever to fix these problems. I would rather pick up cans on the side of the highway than to live out of alignment with my truth. We're all being driven back to the dream. As you see in the audience, Democrats, Republicans, white, black, everyone all in between. This is the example that they do not want to see, but they have no choice. The masses of humanity have been slapped 
awake. Open your eyes. It's time to wake up. This is the Great Awakening. People cannot go back into the Matrix now. A lot of people are trying to. They can't. And there was a trailer for Plandemic 3. So, folks, uh, go check it out. And uh, you can watch it online. Um, let's, uh, let's close this window now. And um, I was told that my audio uh, was low and uh, the audio for the clip was high. So let's see um, if this is any better. I've turned my audio up all the way and the clip's down. Uh, so um, thanks for letting me know, Sam. And uh, let me go check in the chat room. All right, so let's move on now to the next article, or next bit of news, uh, the first bit of news here to start out the show. This is from uh, Children's Health Defense, and oh, pardon me, folks, I'm having a, uh, <laughs> oops, I, I made a little mistake here, I mean, having an issue with, um, with my uh, <laughs> setup. Um, I accidentally conferenced in the, another, another one, another, uh, um, another one of my, uh, accounts here. I conferenced myself and wasn't supposed to, uh, get the echo. Sorry, folks. So now let's move on to, uh, this article from the Children's Health Defense over at childrenshealthdefense.org slash defender, which is the Defender magazine. And, the first article with which we will start is on the World Health Organization's, uh, pardon me, folks, um, for having issues here. The World Health Organization's um, new uh, EU, uh, EU Global Vaccine Passport Initiative, the global pardon me, the Children's Health Defense calls it a death sentence uh, for millions. And I shall get it up here on the screen in just a quick second now. Oh, and so um, this uh, article now uh, was just uh, just written a couple weeks ago, June 6, 2023, Death Sentence for Millions. Who, that's a World Health Organization of EU launched new global vaccine passport initiative. Tech, technology expert Michael Rechtenwald, PhD, told the Defender that under the guise of preserving freedom, a digital passport system, quote, means restraints on movement and living for the unvaccinated and forced vaccination to participate in life, and quote by Michael Neverdakis, PhD. And it starts out the World Health Organization and the European Commission, the executive branch of the European Union on Monday that was just um, back on uh, June 5th, the day before this article they uh, launched a quote landmark digital health partnership and quote marking the beginning of the World Health Organization global digital Health Certification Network, or GDHCN, 
to promote a global interoperable digital vaccine passport. Beginning this month, the WHO will adopt the EU system of digital COVID-19 certification, quote, to establish a global system that will help facilitate global mobility and protect citizens across the world from ongoing and future health threats, including pandemics, end quote, according to Monday's announcements by the WHO and the European Commission. And it shows uh, in the article the tweet from the WHO that they made on Twitter. The WHO and European Commission claim the GDHCN initiative, which has been in the works since 2021, will develop a wide range of digital products to deliver better health for all, end quote. Oh, isn't it always, a, I'll add here's and always for your safety and convenience. <laughs> oh, you can't beat that. Continuing the article, the organization said the WHO will not collect individuals' personal data via these digital passports, stating that such data collection, quote, would continue to be the exclusive domain of governments, end quote. Um, and uh, I think I'm just going to cut it off there for the sake of time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, folks, this is where it's always been headed to restrict you on a national level and international level and national level and a community level. So that is exactly where this is headed, and uh, bodily autonomy is is still key. So um, that's what uh, we're going to have to uh, learn countermeasures, perhaps, like uh, I've seen certain sweaters that prevent facial recognition, body recognition. You know, you have a certain gait or walking style that artificial intelligence can recognize. So I've seen sweaters that were developed um, that will actually um, defeat AI. And they're all, they're awfully horrific. But, but, um, it's uh, over at hackaday.com Okay, well, uh, something's wrong with my mic, you say? Okay, let me... Okay, I'm not sure. Um, all right, uh, we'll continue then. Yeah, if, it, uh, if my mic uh, messes up, I can just uh, pull the plug on it and switch over to my webcam mic. Let's... Uh... Let's switch over here to. Um, let's switch over to that little. Uh, show you a little clip of the sweater. Uh, show you what these awful sweaters look like in, on the screen here briefly for those who are watching a video, and uh, and show that they really they do quite a good job. Um, but uh, you know you're going to stand out because <laughs> you're wearing one. They look. Uh, they look. Uh, like a red flag to a human, but um, maybe not to, maybe not, not at all. Uh, it'll look like anything to a computer. So there we go on the screen. And uh, let's move on to the next article. Um, but I want to let you know, folks, that there are things you can do. And, um, you know, face paints that I've seen people be able to put on their face uh, just to prevent any kind of facial recognition. Okay, the next... Uh, article here, also from uh, right at the top of uh, the Defender at childrenshealthdefense.org. I think it's so important. 
uh, because, uh, well, it's up at the top for one thing, but it's on the um, weight loss uh, surgery that uh, teens are having. They uh, causes them to have weaker bones. This article by Susan Burdick, PhD, teens who get weight loss surgery have weaker bones. Research, researchers suggest, quote, novel therapies, end quote, as solution. And um, I'm not going to read the whole article that showed up on, on screen here, but uh, I want to let you know, folks, that um, if you want to increase bone density and mass up to 30% per year, especially important for women, um, you know, menopausal women, postmenopausal women, check out microcrystalline hydroxyapatite, or MCHA. And uh, I bring this up also for all sorts of reasons. Uh, Talking about uh, fluoride, it's uh, important for uh, if we have a solution for bone and teeth health, it actually works. And go to our county commissions and city councils and point out to them. Uh, You know, if you really cared about uh, people's dental health, then uh, you'd allow them to opt in to take uh, MCHA, microcrystalline hydroxyapatite on an opt-in basis. Okay, you know, sure, it's taxpayer-funded, but, uh, hey, uh, we're giving you informed consent at least. We're not forcing it on you. So, you know, offer that kind of a compromise. I'm not a socialist. I don't believe in social programs to medicate people on a taxpayer's expense. Though, say to those who do, hey, if you really care about dental health, this is something that's actually shown to work, and uh, the Federal Trade Commission actually agreed and after they were sued in a, uh, in a long, um, hard-fought so a case by the originator of the product, Ethical Nutrients. The originator of MCHA was Ethical Nutrients, uh, who made Bone Builder. I don't think they make that anymore, but there are a lot of other good products. Um, and the ones that I like are uh, Now Foods brand, uh, the ones I like because they have a lot of different other nutrients that help uh, absorption and uh, a lot of other minerals. So they serve also as a multi-mineral. Uh, so I like uh, Now Foods. I like MRM Bone Maximizer 3, and I also like uh, Gero Formulas uh, Ultra Bone Up. So those are the ones I take uh, for their value and for their um, variety of nutrients. And uh, if you want to check out that Federal Trade Commission uh, the victory against the Federal Trade Commission, go to the Water Fluoridation blog up on my site at the blogs page. Go to theliberationstation.com and click on blogs, and then you'll see the Water Fluoridation blog, which I can show up here on screen. Well, actually, let me just show you the um, that, uh, that case, um, a Metagen from 1996, Metagenics versus the FTC, where uh, they were able to show that their MC... Well, they call it MCHC, but uh, I think more commonly in recent years it's called MCHA, microcrystal hydroxyapatite, makes more sense. And, uh, and they were able to show that it improves bone density and mass up to 30% per year. A friend of mine, was uh, she broke her femur, was diagnosed with severe osteoporosis, and uh, took it. Then uh, I took actually this particular product of, um, of uh, 
the uh, pardon me, the uh, I'm going to slip my mind to my computer. Uh, it's frustrating me going so slowly. Um, the original product here uh, that uh, Metagenics, uh, also known as um, uh, Ethical Nutrients, uh, who made Bone Builder, that's the product that she was taking. And uh, I noticed that uh, when I stopped taking it, when I ran out, some of my teeth that were loose, they became loose again, and uh, so I started taking it. Now I have great bone density. I've had good x-rays uh, showing there's no space between the, uh, the teeth and the gum, or the teeth and the jaw, that is. And uh, it's also interesting to note that uh, microcrystalline hydroxyapatite is coated over um, implants in prosthetics to uh, encourage them to integrate a lot better, much faster. The osteointegration works much better that way. So um, when it comes to any of these drugs, uh, you know, the, the bisphosphonates, uh, you know, the, the gender, uh, or what do you call it, the puberty-blocking drugs, that the bisphosphonates that are supposed to increase bone density but actually increase uh, bone necrosis and, like, rotting of the jawbone, of which uh, and I found at least one study of a patient has died. Because these bisphosphonates, all these drugs that they say prevent bone loss, well, yeah, they might prevent bone loss, but they don't allow for bone to be remodeled to, or to be built. So it's, it's, uh, it's like uh, saying, okay, we're, we're not going to allow the, uh, the dead bone tissue to be taken out and uh, say that, uh, well, you're, you're, just because your bone is, you're not, you're, your bone density shows up harder, well, we prevented bone loss, although your bone is more fragile, less flexible, more necro- more likely to necrose, to, to die. So that's a horrible way uh, to die, and um, that's why I recommend uh, MCHA. And uh, there's only one other form of uh, calcium, of which I know that uh, reduces or that uh, increases bone density and mass, but only up to 3% per year, and that is uh, calcium citrate. So uh, check out Citracal, that brand name. They have uh, artificial colors. You don't want to try that. Um, don't want to go with that. Uh, excitotoxic, neurotoxic effects of the artificial colors, so um, stay away from that. And, uh, it's not nearly as good, as good of a value. Um, and so um, if you take any other calcium supplement, um, beware that uh, you can prevent bone loss, but um, you're not, you're by keeping up the levels of calcium in the blood and whatever other nutrients you have, but you're not um, able to rebuild bone, and uh, that's the importance of microcrystalline hydroxyapatite and uh, citrate, or uh, pardon me, calcium citrate. Also heard good things about um, orotic uh, OR. OT, or IC uh, forms of minerals. So uh, I'm not sure uh, about that. I know uh, the late uh, Dr. Hans Napier did a lot of research on that. But um, if anyone has anything on uh, on that, on the or, or, erotic, O-R-O-T-I-C forms, uh, uh, I've heard good things, but I can't find any research. So I uh, want to find it if any of the good RBN audience happens to have that. Uh, in there and save it from the memory hole. I'd like to uh, be able to find what the best forms of uh, nutrients are. 
and be able to uh, get them in our foods if possible. Um, you know, the interesting thing about the microcrystalline hydroxyapatite is it's just ground up cow bone. You want to make sure that it's from a good clean source like New Zealand where the cows are more humanely raised to, to cleaner environment. So if you have a rancher, maybe you could uh, just uh, go through him, uh, um, make uh, get, get your bones there and make bone broth. That's another great way to keep up bone density and improve connective tissue health. So um, I want to help you pr protect folks from the side effects or the direct effects of pharma. And um, and uh, now I'm going to, well, we, we don't have the time uh, before the break, so when we get back, we're going to play a clip from the last edition of the Highway of the Bell Big Tree. And um, let's see, what else shall we get to in the moments that we have? Uh, Sam, if you're reading me, am I uh, coming through okay still? Well, we'll find out and uh, get back uh, during the break to figure out what's going on. Do another audio check. Um, this article, again, from The Defender, June 8th, this government-approved COVID treatment was a death trap. Within weeks of the pandemic outbreak, it became apparent that the standard practice of putting COVID-19 patients on mechanical ventilation was a death sentence among patients over 65 who were vented. The mortality rate was 97.2% by Joseph Mercola. Now, we always thought that the, or I always thought anyhow, that the death rate was around 80%. And uh, and now we, we find out that, hey, well, it really was more cl closer to 100%, like a, a lot of folks were saying, some folks were saying 90%, but um, let's start with the article. We'll uh, see if we have what time we have here before the break. And uh, please turn up the bumper music. Uh, I, well, I think I'm better able to hear the bumper music, Sam, on the software, so um, just make sure. I, if I keep talking, jam up the bumper music to make sure I stop. Now, this, uh, just the highlights of this story. Within weeks of the pandemic outbreak, it had become apparent that the standard practice of putting COVID-19 patients on mechanical ventilation was a death sentence. 76.4% of COVID-19 patients aged 18 to 65 in New York City who were placed on ventilators died. Among patients over age 65 who were vented, the mortality rate was 97.2%. The recommendation to place COVID-19 patients on mechanical ventilation as a first-line response came from the World Health Organization, which allegedly based its guidance on experiences and recommendations from doctors in China, but venting COVID-19 patients wasn't recommended because it increased survival. It was to protect healthcare workers by isolating the virus inside the vent machine. Data suggest around 10,000 patients died with COVID-19 in New York hospitals after being put on ventilators in the spring of 2020. Um, and we'll be right back after this break, folks. Stay tuned. Standing in line for the vaccine shot. Hope I get mine, cause believe it or not. I think I might die unless I take what they got. My brain's too fried, so I give it no thought, no thought. Because the FDA said it's safe for me. The drug companies claim that it's made for me. And the government, they're gonna pay for me.
You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Standing six foot four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the Republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the Republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. Thank you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject, from the funding behind the transgender movement to first-hand memoirs of World War II previously inaccessible to English-speaking audiences. We publish books that mainstream publishers won't touch, full of information that challenges the political status quo. Whether you count yourself as a political dissident, student of history, connoisseur of philosophy, or enthusiast of exciting and thought-provoking fiction, you owe it to yourself to check out our catalog. With exclusive offerings like The Transgender Industrial Complex, Solzhenitsyn and the Right, The Open Society Playbook, Opioids for the Masses, and many more, there's something for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out our catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com and use code RBNREADERS2023 for 10% off your order. That's RBNREADERS2023 at antelopehillpublishing.com Welcome to the revolution All the walls are breaking down It's time you had a taste of losing Time the tables turned around I see a glimpse of a recognition But it's too little It's too late And what you thought was your best just became your worst mistake. What I mean is wise. What I mean is stronger. What I mean is a fighter. And there's a thousand faces of me. 
back here. Liberation Station Radio Show. Chris Steiner with you. The site is LiberationStation.com. Using new streaming software today, so I hope uh, we're going out clearly. And in the chat room, you can check out a listen slash archives page on the site. Continuing the article that uh, where I left off before the break, this is over at uh, childrenshealthdefense.org slash defender. It's entitled, the Gov- This Government-Approved COVID Treatment Was a Death Trap by Joseph McCullough, June 8th, 2023, talking about uh, ventilators. And I'll bring that right back up on screen now. The recommendation, and picking up where I left off, um, the WHO must be held accountable for its unethical recommendation to sacrifice suspected COVID-19 patients by using ventilation as an infection mitigation strategy, especially considering they're now trying to get unilateral power and authority to make pandemic decisions without local input. And the last bullet point, showing how the World Health Organization's recommendation to put patients on mechanical ventilation resulted in needless death among people who weren't at great risk of dying from COVID-19 is perhaps one of the most powerful talking points a country can use to argue for independence and rejection of the WHO's pandemic tree. One moment here, folks. I'm having... uh, (laughs) Seems like today is a day for uh, issues that just... uh, crop up um, the window blind decided to come undone <laughs> and, uh, right on top of my monitor. So continuing within weeks of the pandemic outbreak, it had become apparent that the standard practice of putting COVID-19 patients on mechanical ventilation was a death sentence. Um, and yeah, we, we all knew that we were pointing that out. Everyone was pointing that out. So nobody can say that they did not know. Continuing, by early April 2020, many doctors were already questioning their use as data showed 76.4% of COVID-19 patients aged 18 to 65 in New York City who were placed on ventilators died. Among patients over age 65 who were vented, the mortality rate was a whopping 97.2%. If you were older than 65, you were 26 times more likely to survive if you were not placed on a ventilator. A small study from Wuhan, China, put the ratio of deaths at 86%, and in Texas, 84.9% of patients died after more than 96 hours on a ventilator. And, um, yeah, it, it, in a widely shared YouTube video, uh, links to, uh, posted on March 31st, 2020, Dr. Cameron Kyle Seidel, a critical care specialist at the Mount Sinai Health System in New York, warned that, quote, we must change what we are doing if we want to save as many lives as possible, end quote. And I remind folks who may not remember his name, Dr. Cameron Kyle Seidel was a pioneer. He should go down in history for warning us what the hospitals are doing to kill people, and he was refusing to be a part of. Now, um, resuming the article, let's see here, uh, continuing, um, quote, we are operating under a medical paradigm that is untrue, end quote, Seidel said, 
quote, I fear that this misguided treatment will lead to a tremendous amount of harm to a great number of people in a very short time. This method being widely adopted at this very moment at every hospital in the country is actually doing more harm than good, end quote. And I'll just, you can see the image of him on the screen here. Um, this is Dr. Cameron Kyle Seidel, ER and critical care doctor. So um, just to remind you who he is. Why were COVID patients put on vents? The recommendation to place COVID-19 patients on mechanical ventilation as a first-line response came from the World Health Organization, which in early March 2020 published the COVID-19 Provider Guidance document to healthcare workers based on experiences and recommendations from doctors in China. According to the WHO, treatment needed to be rapidly escalated to mechanical ventilation. Ideally, patients should be placed on it immediately. What escaped the public was the primary reason why venting COVID-19 patients wasn't recommended because it increased survival. Rather, it was to protect healthcare workers by isolating the virus inside the mechanical vent machine. Using less invasive positive air pressure machines could result in the spread of infectious aerosols, the WHO warned. In other words, they put patients to death to quote-unquote save staff and other presumably non-COVID-19 patients. That ventilation and sedation were used to protect hospital staff was highlighted by the Wall Street Journal in the December 20th, 2020 article, which noted, quote, last spring doctors put patients on ventilators, partly for limit contagion, at a time when it was less clear how the virus spread when protective masks and gowns were in short supply. Doctors could have employed other kinds of breathing support devices that don't require risky sedation, but early reports suggested patients using them could spray dangerous amounts of virus into the air, said Theodore Iwashina, a critical care physician at the University of Michigan at Department of Veterans Affairs Hospitals in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Quote, at the time, he said, doctors and nurses feared the virus would spread through hospitals. Um, Quote, we were intubating sick patients very early, not for the patient's benefit, but in order to control the epidemic and to save other patients, end quote, Dr. Ibushima said. And, quote, that felt awful, end quote. And uh, that's referencing the, the uh, Wall Street Journal article here up on screen. Hospitals retreat from early COVID-19. Uh, hospitals retreat from early COVID treatment and return to basics by Melanie Evans, December 20th, 2020. And uh, show that that article is still up. Resuming now. Um Ventilators can injure lungs by causing too much strain as the machines force in air. They deliver air and oxygen through a throat tube, which the body typically fights. We've got, quote, we've got gag reflexes that are pretty hard to go away, precisely to avoid things going into our lungs, Dr. Dr. Iwashina said. And we'll get this article right back up on the screen. Um, kind of hard to show uh, swap between these articles, so I have to have a second or two. Um, 
Fauci knew Vince did more harm than good. Even Dr. Anthony Fauci, in a mid-June 2022 lecture, now this is resuming the the Defender article, even Dr. Anthony Fauci, in a mid-June 2022 lecture, and in its link below, admitted that placing patients on mechanical ventilation did more harm than good. He said, quote, we very, very readily would put people on mechanical ventilation when we found out through clinical experience. It might have been better just to make sure we position them properly in the prone or supine position and not necessarily to intubate someone so readily, which might have actually caused more harm than good. We learned that as we got more experience, end quote. No, you knew that already. Yet government treatment guidelines to this day include invasive mechanical ventilation. If the White House Coronavirus Task Force knew in the summer of 2022 that many patients caused more harm than good, why didn't they instruct hospitals to stop using it or at bare minimum strongly advise against it? And why did government continue to financially incentivize the use of mechanical ventilation after they realized how bad it was? While many hospitals did cut down on their use of mechanical ventilation toward the end of 2020, and it still hasn't been entirely replaced with issue about six for about 60 seconds so i'm gonna have to back up a little bit um i'm just gonna start back where dr anthony fauci in uh, mid-june 2022 in a lecture that's linked in this article below showing up here on screen um i'm not going to play the clip but i'm just going to read the quote where he said quote we very very readily would put people on mechanical ventilation when we found out through clinical experience it might have then better just to make sure we position them properly in the prone or supine position and not necessarily to intubate someone so readily, which might have actually caused more harm than good. We learned that as we got more experience, yet government treatment guidelines to this day include invasive mechanical ventilation. 
If the White House Coronavirus Task Force knew in the summer of 2022 that venting patients caused more harm than good, why didn't they instruct hospitals to stop using it, or at bare minimum strongly advise against it? And why did the government continue to financially incentivize the use of mechanical ventilation after they'd realized how bad it was? While many hospitals did cut down on their use of mechanical ventilation toward the end of 2020 and beyond, it still hasn't been entirely replaced with non-invasive strategies shown to be far more effective. And uh, there's a link to some of those over at newswise.com. You, Chicago medicine doctor, see quote-unquote remarkable success using ventilator alternatives to treat COVID-19 April 23rd, 2020. And um, continuing on the article... Um, there we go. Um, the, the matter becomes even more perverse when you consider that in many COVID cases were patients who merely tested positive using faulty PCR testing. They didn't have COVID-19, but were vented anyway, thanks to the baseless theory that you could have COVID-19 and be infectious without symptoms. Hospitals also received massive financial incentives to diagnose patients with COVID-19, whether they had it or not, and to put them on event. They also received bonuses for using toxic remedies.
Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10.
800-313-9443. And toll-free, 800-313-9443. That's 800-313-9443. And resuming the article. Inpatient mortality around the U.S. 2020 through present. Sanger goes on to show the same all-cause mortality. Uh, all right, Sam, I got you. Um, I got you on Skype there. I, got, I read your message. Uh, considering the article, Sanger goes on to show the same all-cause mortality graphs for hospital inpatients for each of the largest cities in the U.S., Chicago, Illinois, Dallas, and Houston, Texas, Los Angeles, California, and Washington, D.C., all show massive spikes in hospital deaths, especially among the elderly, 65 and older, around the same time periods as New York City. He also produced charts for deaths on the state level, including in New York State. And it provides links to these uh, various um, states, uh, some of these states here, like uh, Illinois, Texas, California, New York State, and larger cities in the U.S., uh, some of the larger cities. Sanger continues, quote, a couple of points on these charts. First, while we while the spike in mortality in the New York City area in the spring of 2020, especially among young people, is without parallel, it's not the only one we see. These spikes in mortality among young people are conspicuous because it's long been known that COVID's infection fatality rate, or IFR, is extremely skewed toward the elderly. This, for example, is the most widely cited data on COVID IFR by age, and um, this is the age stratification uh, study, I believe, um, um, that uh, John Unidas has put out. Let me show that up here. Um, it's entitled um, Pardon me, folks, I'm having to um, reject all of the uh, non-essential cookies for these, these medical journals. Uh, it's entitled Assessing the Age Specificity of Infection Fatality Rates for COVID-19 Systemat- Systematic Review, Meta-Analysis, and Public Policy Implications. And uh, we'll go show that up on screen to show that, you know, it's so important to show that, uh, you know, for folks who think that uh, I just need to get a shot, no matter what my age, I'm not worried about the risk-to-benefit ratio um, <laughs> for the product, let alone you know, the risk of the disease. And um, and so, uh, you know, that's what you can, I, I, like I've mentioned when I've called into a talk show host and, and uh, pointed out, hey, you, you, you told me that you don't know the mortality rate for COVID, but you think it's pretty high. And and uh, you know, so that shows that you, before you took the Moderna shot, you didn't do a risk-benefit analysis. You're not aware that it affects the elder. Um, you know, I brought up also uh, risk health dot org, um, and uh, that's that's uh, you can also help you check the risk for COVID and other infectious diseases. Uh, we'll be back here in the second and final hour Liberation Station radio show. I'm Chris Steiner. The site is theliberationstation.com. And we will be back on the second and final hour of this live June 18th, 2023 edition. Stay there.
Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 